Welcome to the Soul Tending Podcast with Janya Wongsopa. I am an evolutionary astrology student, an embodiment teacher, and a soul guide. Thank you for tuning in to the Soul Tending Messages. This is an astrology forecast for the week of October 19th to 25th. 2021. I am speaking from my current home on the land of the Ohlone people. The Libra season here has been absolutely gorgeous. We are in the beginning of fall, of course, while our friends in the southern hemisphere is in the beginning of their spring. And we finally had some rain last night here. After so many months, the last time we had any rain, the last time we had any rain was probably sometime last winter. At least that's how it felt for me. And it's impossible for me to not spend time outdoor, even when I can smell smoke carried by the autumn wind from the ongoing fire in the Santa Cruz County, just south of us. It's been pretty windy here, which is one of the characteristics of the fall season. I hope the rain. That we just had, even though it was little, it, it came last night. Um, it put out some, if not all, of the fire. I haven't checked, but I hope that it helped. I want to also acknowledge that we are still dealing with the looming cataclysm due to the ongoing. Global climate change, environmental toxicity, resource diminishment, and species extinction. Oh, it's more important than ever to take our power back and feed our human ingenuity for personal and collective survival. What I love about the evolutionary astrology, even though it seems so far from solving the world or the environmental problem, I believe that the real issues is deep inside within each of us, and the evolutionary astrology. I love it because it probes into the hidden forces affecting us individually at the unconscious and subconscious levels, as well as collectively. And at these deeper levels, we find the root causes of our self-identification and chronic psychological and behavioral patterns. And we can also find solutions, remedies that can heal our psychic and energetic wounds. 
The evolutionary astrology gives us intellectual and practical tools through its symbolic and archetypal language to support our daily living in real-world conditions. My hope is that I can interpret the language to you in ways that help you learn about yourself and grow or evolve with the changing world and earth condition. Astrology supports both our needs to survive and thrive as children and stewards of earth. It's a tool for the genius within each of us. This episode offers you a planetary interpretation or forecast again for the week of October 19th to 25th and that is from tomorrow, Tuesday to next Monday. This week has a strong Martian and Plutonian energies that can inspire resiliency in us if we can direct our attention toward healing the split between our head and our heart. The lack of healing is the lack of awareness about the split. It maintains the wide gaps between the disparate parts of ourselves, resulting in unintegrated feelings and thoughts and non-holistic or harmful actions. The planetary transits of this week intensify our need to make change and take action to bring about that change. What can unfold is an inner transformation that manifest as instructive, constructive, supportive, and collaborative opportunities. The full moon in Aries is on Wednesday. Mars, the planet of energy and passion, rules Aries. Mars square Pluto on the next day, Thursday, and Sun enters Scorpio on Friday. Mars also rules Scorpio. Pluto, the co-ruler of Scorpio, is the high octave of Mars. And so, yes, there is plenty of personal and collective power to wield and the energy to utilize intelligently and to employ for the highest good. Mars and Pluto energies support the health of the root chakra, which maintains our ability to meet basic human needs and develop a healthy ego that can cooperate with other egos to sustain a life-giving condition here on Earth. So more on the root chakra and the alpha frequencies that support it um, in just a bit. On October 20th, which is Tuesday, Mars Day, full moon in 27 degree 
Aries, opposite Sun in 27 degree Libra, and the exact time for the aspect is at 7.57 a.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. This full moon can be deeply supportive to the process of examining how we use our personal power. How might we examine our fears and move beyond our edge or the current comfort to explore the new personal frontier without colonization, the action of appropriating a place or a domain for one's own use through force and violent means. Colonization is the old and deeply problematic process. The new frontier is beyond colonization. How might we use our personal power and social platforms to bolster our inner truth and unite us behind a life of dignity for all beings? Talking about colonization, I laughed so hard the other day watching the comedian Dose Sloan talking about oppressions. She is a black woman with a plus-sized figure. In her comedic brilliance, she acknowledges her overwhelming experience as an oppressed and shares how she deals with it by scheduling herself to address the issue. On Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, she is black. On Thursday and Friday, she is a woman. And on weekends, she is a plus size. If if you like stand-up comedy, and who doesn't? Please check out her performances on YouTube. Her name again is Dose, D-U-L-C-E, Sloan, S-L-O-A-N. So we can't have oppression without repression, whether we are the oppressors or the oppressed. The power struggle is physically damaging, And the more we are stuck in the 3D perspective, the less we know ourselves as the soulful spirit and the more we fight against the myriad physical forms, colors, and attributes to the detriment of ourselves, of our own freedom or the spiritual realization that allow us to experience that freedom. Though power is neither negative or positive, it can be divided as such through an ethical lens. We can wield our power to either inspire or dominate, uplift or destroy, extract or reciprocate others. In the book, The Ethics of Interpersonal Relationships, 
The others divide power into two main categories, negative and positive. Positive power lifts us toward self-realization and transcendent wisdom. It brings about the mastery of self, not others. It leads to a life of fulfillment through stewardship of the individual and collective powers. Positive power increases compassion, love, and generosity in us. Negative power consists of two categories. One covert negative power is based on passive-aggressive behaviors and self-destructive tendencies that manipulate others by arousing their feelings of fear, guilt, and anger. I would say that when I feel disempowered, I tend to fall back into this intergenerational pattern and use my power in this way. It's my way of throwing the responsibility for my own wellness and happiness onto the others. Two, over-negative power is characterized by aggressive tendencies through the use of domination, coercion, or force to control others. We can see this type of power plays out through the people in powerful positions, the head of a household, a school, or an institution, totalitarian leaders and dictators play on the fears of citizens in order to establish, maintain, and increase their power base. To counter our human weakness toward negative power, we can look to the positive power in the Jupiter archetype. So several planets, Moon, Sun, Mars, and Mercury are now residing in the Libra sign whose ruler is Venus. Venus is in Sagittarius right now, the sign ruled by Jupiter. Practice gratitude and count your blessings to strengthen the faith in yourself and the universe of belonging. Feed your inner light by observing how the mind tends to gravitate toward dark thoughts and fearful emotions. It takes self-discipline, it takes attention and intention to tune toward practices that uplift our mood and expand our world view. Look to the giant planet Jupiter after sunset in the southeast section of the sky for the spark of goodwill. So Jupiter has been my guiding light since I was born. They are my ruling planet, meaning that they rule my rising sign or ascendant. 
They also rule the zodiac houses of my North Node and Moon. And I was born on Thursday, which is of course Jupiter Day. The way that Jupiter shows up to guide me through the persistent, unflinching, unshrinking truth I feel inside my gut that no matter where I go and what happens in my life, I would end up being completely okay. The wonderful astrologer Christopher Renstrom speaks of Jupiter as a leap of faith, which I think captures the optimism and spirituality of the archetype perfectly. I have taken several leaps of faith in this lifetime, and I'm sure there are many more coming. In fact, I am taking one right now with my deep dive into astrology. My experiences teach me that Jupiter shows up as an actual person to help me learn and grow into more of my soul self and it is my job to identify who that is. I can give you several examples but I am going to share just one real life story today. At age 15, I decided to become famous. I believed at that time within my limited awareness, intellect, and critical thinking that fame was the answer to my lack of personal agency, material scarcity, and emotional pleasure. So with the help of my siblings who took my photos, I wrote a letter and along with it sent my photographic images to the editor of one of the most popular teen fashion magazines in Thailand, the equivalent of Teen Vogue. Miraculously, he answered the letter and invited me to be a part of a fashion shoot which began my brief but spectacular career as a fashion model. It only took a short time, it was like a month before the editor contacted me. They were this caring, gentle soul, a gay man who truly appreciated and took pride in stewarding beauties and talents. Through them, my career quickly grew to the point that they offered their assistant another loving soul as my manager who took care of my bookings and launched me into an acting career. This period of my life was tumultuous emotionally, even though externally it was so expansive. I wasn't mature enough for that much work and so much publicity. I shrank from it all and took another leap of faith 
four years later by relocating to the U.S. with no known relatives or loved ones other than my boyfriend at the time. So the stories about faith, trials and tribulations, lessons and learnings continue to repeat themselves. I have jumped into the void of the unknown many times and always felt supported by something beyond my intellectual and sensory perceptions. It may be defined as a deep knowing, the opposite of fear or the protective aspect of love. Each leap of faith I took, I eventually landed on a new energetic ground that uplifted me to a higher knowledge and understanding of myself. Each time I took a leap of faith, I had to leave some of my loved ones, friends, and acquaintances or relationships the things and the lifestyle I had grown used to and found comfort in. So it's always a bit scary. Change is always difficult. It's always hard emotionally and physically. But I always have this trust that the Jupiter deep, within me and above me will continue to inspire and protect my soul. So as a full moon ritual, you may want to not only bask in the illuminating moon, but also the guiding light of Jupiter. The moon can be seen more clearly at this time of year around the sunset and sunrise. Set a clear intention to release any disempowering use of your power by developing greater interpersonal skills by way of the positive power that I just shared. How might we empower ourselves to take a leap of faith and grow beyond our current edge of self-understanding and self-knowledge for the highest good of all. On Jupiter Day, Thursday, October 21st, Mars in 24-degree Libra square, Pluto in 24 degree Capricorn. This is a very intense transit. Mars is under the influence of Venus who rules the Libra sign. Venus is in Sagittarius, the high spirit and freedom-loving sign. Square is a fighting aspect, however. It brings about confrontations and power struggles, we may be prone to overly, unnecessarily, or uninvitingly exert our willpower. Notice if your emotion is running hot or high this week, 
a great outlet for excess fire elements of Mars and Sagittarius is body movement and exercise. They increase the level of endorphins, which are natural mood lifters and help sharpen the mental focus. The fire element increases the theta frequencies of meditation and creative vision. If you find it more destructive to your immediate health and long-term goal to try to engage with someone constructively this week, then direct your inner fire toward clearing away aggression, mistrust, suspicion, self-repression, and power play agendas. Pluto brings out the rude and rough parts of our psyche. Notice when your mind is recycling a particular story and becomes obsessed about someone, something, some relationship, or some situation. There can be an addiction to extremes of behavior and experiences. A better use of the fiery energy is to channel it toward burning down the psychic gunk or the old belief system, both at the personal and collective levels. Capricorn is about building up our personal and social foundations. What we have built is what we have invested our energy and resources in. So naturally, we are heavily invested in maintaining it, yet to grow beyond our edge and evolve with the changing condition. We need to get past our fear of uncertainty and risk our sense of security in order to find freedom through transformation. On January 21st of 2024, Pluto then enters Aquarius and begins the process of transforming the conditions associated with that archetype. Think of what you were doing back in 2008 and how much have you changed since then. The kind of change that Pluto brings is deeply transformative, emotional, soulful, and embodied, meaning that we don't just preach what we believe, but we live it, we manifest our inner truth through our daily actions. Collectively, we can examine the current social system that has built itself on resource extraction through colonization and commodification. This is a deeply complex system that only Pluto can dismantle over a long period of time. Personally, we can look at our own structural foundation and the energetic scaffolding of our life. Does the house that we live in, the setting 
of where we are located and the work that we do as well as the lifestyle we have grown used to and the people that we surround ourselves with align with our soul desires to grow and evolve as the light of conscious awareness. This week is a great time to cultivate the health of the root chakra which the Mars energy supports and the Pluto energy utilizes for emotional and interpersonal transformations. Here are some indications that our physical strength, intellectual capacity, and free will may be in a dire need for some iron to build blood, calcium sulfate to sustain the bone and other connective tissues, and potassium phosphate to support the nerves and prevent brain imbalances. Are you experiencing the following symptoms lately or chronically? Feeling burnout, stressed and fatigued, experiencing joint symptoms and or reproductive ailments, feeling unmotivated, expressing the lack of care, charging ahead with personal agendas without regards to others or long-term effects, lacking purpose, lacking intimacy, or obsessively fantasizing about romance and sex, fearful about life, or unable to welcome change, unable to make decisions, or feeling all over the place, holding anger, resentment, and grudges. Besides physical care such as the right amount of exercise and healthy diet, we can strengthen the root chakra by channeling our attention and intention toward energy and soul cares, daily energy detox and strong relationship boundaries are crucial to health at all levels. I have found that since I fill a large amount of my time on studying the evolutionary astrology, my dreams are more insightful and healing, meaning that they exhibit the lack of fear, violent, and anxiety, and express more love and wisdom. It's much more effective to achieve well-being by stopping ourselves from daily dosing, physical and energetic poisons, then implementing positive or nutritious materials while continuing the same unhealthy habits, routines, and lifestyle. Whatever you fill your days with, also fill your nights Healing occurs at nighttime while the body is in a deep restorative process. If our dreams aren't healing us, then they are the continuation of the same stress and limitations we experience during the daytime. When the root chakra is spinning and flowing smoothly, it's 
beautiful alpha vibration manifest as us living in the flow with nature, feeling rooted on this earth, yet free to pursue our creative visions. We experience a healthy dose of sexual desire and able to connect intimately with our own body and other beings. Our instinct, intuition, and gut feeling are intact. We feel empowered to stand up for ourselves, our inner truth, and other people and their truth. We feel purposeful. We possess physical strength, even in the midst of the daily emotional fluctuation and physical change. We can process our emotions, make decisions, and embrace radical and evolutionary change. If your root chakra isn't flowing well, you might want to take this week off. You have the power to wait and make necessary decisions next week or when you have the strength to act out your inner truth and vision. The square aspect is critical and contentious. There is no need to provoke or respond to a provocative question or expectation from others if you feel slighted or wounded. Remember that empowerment is turning inward toward healing and mastering yourself and integrating within your own energy field. On Friday, Venus Day, October 22nd, Sun enters Scorpio at 9.51 p.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. The Libra season has been bringing me moments of interpersonal insight, yet most of the time I am in the company of more than human beings. My dogs teach me how to be grateful for having the basic needs met. They show me how to express love and gratitude. Both of them would come find me after they ate their meals that I provide them. The little one would snuggle on my lap. The big one lies down near wherever I was. Simple rituals take relationship deeper into the unconscious. The unconscious is the realm of Scorpio, whose ruler is Pluto. Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung were born in the era leading up to the discovery of the planet Pluto in 1930. They were also the prominent figures among many influential contributors of depth psychology. According to the Pacifica Institute, depth psychology is, quote, the psychologies that orient themselves around the idea of the unconscious, unquote. They further explain that, quote, by focusing on the unconscious, 
Carl Jung, Sigmund Freud, and their followers worked to chart and delineate what lies outside of conscious awareness and to illumine the dynamics between consciousness and what is extruded or not admitted to it, including collective aspects with cultural and archetypal dimensions, unquote. The idea of nuclear power began in 1930s when physicist Enrico Fermi first showed that neutrons could split atoms. The first nuclear chain reaction was achieved in 1942. Sun is the conscious awareness. The discovery of Pluto coincides with the deeper probe into the nuclear dynamic and the microscopic view of human psyche hidden behind the conscious mind. Pluto is the call to connect and heal the split between the conscious and unconscious, light and darkness life and death, heart and head, reason and passion, eros and logos, body and spirit, mind and soul. Pluto is the outermost planet in our solar system, while Sun is the center. Sun is in Scorpio from October 22nd to November 21st, how might we call upon Pluto's tremendous nuclear power to support our soul transformation? How might we become the agent of change that heals our personal and interpersonal traumas? Last week, I used the movie Antebellum as a hyperrealist example of how the last week's Sun Square Pluto transit can be seen or manifested. I still stand by that delineation. However, the more I reflect on it, the more I realize that the movie might be more parallel to the expression of Mars Square Pluto this week which I just delineated. Both Sun and Mars are fire elements, but Sun has a more inward or reflective or yin quality, while Mars is more outward and active or yang. So yes, the Scorpio season can be intense because Sun and Mars, the ruler of Scorpio, join forces. However, sun brings illumination to the dark force of Pluto and can show the way for Mars, your personal power, to move forward toward greater light of awareness. How might we probe deeper into our own psyche and soul to see for ourselves the abundant, precious resources Once discovered within, we can rely more on our inner resources to fuel our heart and mind without having to leave 
a huge amount of radioactive waste on Earth and more of the millions of man-made objects in space that are dangerous to human health, the biosphere, and beyond. Thank you for reflecting on this week's planetary energies and tending to the soul journey with me. If you have a story of your leap of faith to share with me, I would love to hear it. Visit my website to contact me via an email and or subscribe to my email list to receive the written version of the podcast which I send out on the same day I release each episode. You can find the link in the show notes. Please leave a feedback or reviews and let me know how astrology and embodiment support you through this time via the Apple podcast. Have a wonderful beginning of the Scorpio season. I love you and wish you a happy full moon.